Good evening, guys. It is Hump Day Wednesday. This is your girl, Netta Justet, and I have my bestie with me, Jay. And, and this is topic of discussion. Yes. What is everyone drinking on? Normally on Wednesdays, I drink wine. Because Wednesday is kind of like that wine down day. You know, you just chilling from half of the week being passed away or whatever. Um, but we're drinking these little Seagram's dollar drinks. These Seagram's drinks be good, though. They sneak up on you, though. They do, because I did feel it the other <laughs> night. Like, for real. Knocking them back like they uh, soda and stuff. No. Anyways, how is everyone's Wednesday, Jay? How is your Wednesday? My day, my Wednesday was a, uh, it was a regular hump day. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Like, I had a good day. I smiled all day. That's because someone gave me a reason to smile, so. Yeah, good. someone better give you a reason to smile. That's Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus should always make you smile. There you go. <laughs> My day was um my day was my day was okay. I had to do a lot of playing with the energy shifts and stuff. Oh yeah. Um definitely. Um but I made it home from work. Okay, I had a late visit and you know, I made it home safe and at the end of the day that is all that matters. Yes, yes. Glad you made it safe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I hope everyone had a um a great Wednesday. Um, I didn't say this on Sunday, but I just wanted to take the time out now to say Happy Black History Month. Do excuse me for my rudeness. Um, I celebrate my Black History every month, though, not just the shortest month of um, the year. To the people who have been educating me on black history facts i say thank you keep the education coming um it's very very beneficial um put in the atmosphere what we as black people need to know and understand about us um keep doing that um to the people who have been doing a great job at doing that um shout out to the Eagles for winning the Super Bowl. Shout out to Philly. Let's yes. go. I'm a Pittsburgh fan, but shout out to Philly. Yes, they were the underdog team, and they they took the ring home. Shout out to them. Yes. Hand clap. Yes. Um, yes. Shout out shout out to Super Bowl being in Atlanta next year. Hey. Atlanta about to be lit. That's Atlanta like, always lit though. Atlanta is kind of always lit, but it's about to be super lit, super packed. Y'all better get some tickets now, cause you know they're gonna be two thousand a pop trying Not, to get down there. You know, I don't even, I don't even want a ticket to the Super Bowl. I just want to be in the atmosphere. True. Book your, book your hotel rooms wow. like right now. Cause you won't get one come January, February. You will year. not get one. Unless you know someone that's staying in Atlanta, like, Super Bowl gonna be in Atlanta this year. Take advantage of that. Like, right now, what else is coming up? March Madness is almost here. Yeah. And, like I tell anybody, I don't watch bas- I don't watch sports like that, but it's something about college basketball and the finals. I'd be ready to fill out my brackets for March Madness. And, 
this year I might actually bet on my bracket. Well, see, I ain't doing all that. I ain't trying to lose no money. But I'll fill it out now. I don't get into basketball, so I, I can't. It's something about college basketball. Like, y'all got to understand, my grandmother is sports fanatic. I'm not the average female who's into it, but I know what I be talking about, and I listen to her. Like, I swear, if my grandmother ever bet on a game like she will win the majority of the time because she's just that into sports so i am looking forward to march madness i'm ready for it big dance sweet 16 the final four like i'm ready for all of that stuff i don't know and then CIAA is coming up oh yeah CIAA be lit even if you don't get into basketball you know what the hell CIAA is well, let's assume that you know what a CIAA is. We can assume. I've never been. I've heard stories about it. I've heard some damn stories about it. But I would rather been. go to the day parties during CIAA. I heard somebody else say that. But, yeah. I'm, I'm becoming more of a day party type of chick. You know. Okay, so... <laughs> The topic of discussion um, today, and I was going back and forth with myself on um, two topics, and I decided to talk about a topic that one of my Facebook friends had brought to Facebook's attention um, today. So you guys know like how when you're single and you're bouncing from person to person, you know, sometimes people label you as being a hoe or a thought um or whatever but what's the term or what does it mean if someone is always bouncing from relationship to relationship like without healing is that person a thought too or is it a word for that person that jumps in and out of relationships because at the end of the day I see it on Facebook every day like three months you with this person and then y'all broke up y'all break up and then two weeks later you with another person then y'all break up three months later and then you with another person like (laughs) is is that being a thought too is that being a hoe like what I think it's, it's it's perspective a definition uh I think that those people who, if you're just hopping from one, you know, to the next one, and if you're hopping from one to one to the next one, or you're hopping from one piece of ass to the next one, then, yeah, you would thought, I'm trying to bleep out my words. I don't know who's listening. Um, girl. But. Right. We got the dick hoppers. We know how they, how they, how they run. Yeah, if you want to label them a hoe or a thought or whatever, then that's, again, perspective and definition, because you might not know what's going on. Those who hop from relationship to relationship, though, I, I got to find a term for that. And there probably is a term out there, but I wouldn't call it a thought because it depends on what they get in the relationships for. Some of these people are really looking for love and going from one person to the next person to the next person, thinking that they can find it, so they're trying to fill some void somewhere. I don't know. Void seekers. Void seekers. I don't know. Void seekers. I think that could be... A pretty legit definition for those who hop from one relationship to the next. Yeah, they're trying to feel something that the last person didn't or couldn't. And they just keep. Hmm. 
Or it didn't necessarily even have to be the last person that couldn't feel it. It could be where it all started. Like, mama, mama, daddy, daddy, daddy issues, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> mama issues. Um, let's not pretend like we don't have these issues. And the crazy thing about it is, people fail to realize like these mommy and daddy issues. Um, we carried those into adulthood, and they really, really, really um, affect how we move as individuals. And if we don't get that problem solved, it's, it's going to be a bigger issue as you become older until you face it. Yeah, I, I agree with that totally. I just, I know that having issues with your parents... <laughs> Um, it trickles down and it gets so embedded in you if it's not fixed that you carry into your relationships and that may be the reason why there are failed relationships because they're issues that we're one not acknowledging two not accepting and three we just don't care to deal with or don't know how to deal with Um, but it it takes a toll on you because eventually you won't get tired eventually you will get tired because it's not like you don't see it going into adulthood right so, I guess those people who hop from relationship to relationship, I will call them definitely void seekers. They're looking to fill this void from something that is missing. And that's not just people who hop from relationship to relationship. It's also these single people out here who sleep with this person they sleep with that person they sleep with the next person what void are you actually what void are you what void are you actually trying to fulfill like I feel like everyone probably has put in the position before to fill some type of void and I mean when will we acknowledge the void that we're trying to fill and take action um, so I'm pretty sure that all of us, whether we're single or hopping from relationship to relationship, has have been in a position um, where we were trying to um, to fill a, a void. Um, I can honestly admit, like in the past. Um, I never really been the type that be in relationships um, because me personally, I really, I really don't do the whole relationship thing. But um, when I was into having a relationship, um, I would be in relationships just so I won't be alone until I got comfortable with being by myself. Um, and it takes time to get to that point. And I'm glad I have reached that point because I hate seeing females and males who are not comfortable with being with self. Uh, We've all been there, though. We've all been there. Because, I mean, I think society makes it a point to tell us, hey, you need somebody. When we say love plastered all over every bit of social media and media that we do indulge in, it's almost like, well, dang. I ain't got nobody. And that's before we get to our self-discovery, which everybody has. Everybody stops at that point at some point. Now, we may stay at that point at different times, different lengths of time. Everybody moves out of it on their own. But I've been there. 
felt like I needed <laughs> I felt like I needed to be in a relationship because I, I was like I just I need to be loved not that I didn't have love anywhere else I just felt like you know I needed somebody uh, I needed somebody at the opposite sex to love me in some way right and yeah once you stop searching for that and learn how to love self trust me you be on so many self dates you forget that you by yourself Self dates, self dates are so self dates are so cool and so needed. It's, it's very much needed. It's okay to take yourself to Red Lobster or out. I take myself to expensive places. Right, I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you gotta spend a little bit of money on yourself. It's okay. I might upsize the fry at McDonald's. You know, just because I'm on a self date. McDonald's. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> no, not McDonald's. But y'all get what I'm saying. Like, don't. And if you go, if you take yourself on a self date, don't cut yourself short. Don't be a cheap self date. Go all out. Go to the movies. Get the extra large popcorn with the extra butter and a slushie. That popcorn has hell. It is. But or you could just go to Dollar Tree <laughs> and fill your purse up with a bunch of snacks. That works too. See, she <laughs> wanted to her herself day cheap as hell. Going to the movies. Man, no. going to the movies by myself. I have homemade chickens in my purse and Damn fries. Shame. Damn, shame. I done bought a full 10 piece nugget, so I feel you. Um, I feel you. But, I mean, it's needed. Yeah, that's that's self therapy, self care. Yeah. And I honestly think a lot of people don't do enough of self care. And that's why people hop from relationship to relationship. They're looking for somebody to take care of self. <laughs> and that's not... It's, it's self. It's, it's, it's you. It's, it's not... Look at what you say. It's called self-esteem, bitch. It's the steam of your motherfucking self. <laughs> so... Oh, gosh. And then even... Even with people who hop from relationships, I mean, not relationships, but people who are out here single and hop from this sexual partner to that sexual partner, that's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. That That's an issue. And I always say, I feel like, um, you know, that that's daddy's issues. Um, not necessarily. I think it could go both ways. Um... I think it could go both ways. Now, I'm not going to sit here and like I'm an angel because I didn't have my time where I like this dick and I like that dick and I like that dick and I want it on whatever day I want it. But I think all females have been yeah, like that. Yeah, we've all had that point. But mommy issues, depending on the relationship you have with either one of your parents, can weigh in, in on that too. Man, listen, my relationships with both my biological parents <laughs> fucked up. Let's yeah. just be honest. <laughs> you, know, you probably did better at this than I did. And I had both my parents in childhood. And both of them loved me very much. So, uh, like, I grew up in a two-parent household, so it was like... But, um, dealing, dealing with, um, dealing with two parents that, um, I had difficult relationships with, um, it has kind of shaped me a little bit when it comes to, like, my relationship, and I'm glad in 2017... I decided to um, seek counseling for that. Um, well, I didn't go to counseling for that reason, but um, excuse me. I realized that um, if I want to be like a good mother to my kids in the future, I needed to 
um, face the issues that I do have with my birth parents. Um, and it's been helpful. Um, I realize a lot of uh, a lot of me wanting to be single comes from me not just wanting to deal with um, people coming in my life and leaving. So that's why I always stay single. Um, I just don't want to put up with that because it's hard dealing with both of your parents being in and out your life. <laughs> like it, it's no consistency there and you know I just want to be a consistent parent to my child <laughs> that's all that matters to me I mean I feel you but I'm the total opposite you know I got that attention I guess and that, that love from the two parent household but because I did and I was I think I was held to such a standard because of how the parenting went in my household that it trickled into relationships and so if I'm not loved close to the same way that you know my daddy treated me or something like that <laughs> like I'm a daddy's girl so like nah if it's cold outside and the windows and frosted up I don't expect to get in my car to go to work and my windshield and scraped off and my heat ain't on and my car is cranked up and it's gas in there like that's a that's a that's a side eye for me like I got an attitude with you for the rest of the day but that's because oh, yeah daddy you know, and I don't expect that all the time, every day, but my daddy did that. My daddy told me don't touch the door. So I don't touch the door when a man's around type thing. And so I don't think it's necessarily an issue or anything, but my mom overloved me. She overloved me to the point where it was a protection thing. So it was a, you're my first, I'm not gonna let anything happen to you. I don't want you to go down the road that I went. So unknowingly, she prepped me to be the person that needs to be loved like that when I get into relationships mm -hmm. and it's harmful. Because, you know, I, you'll get that unconditional love from a parent like that. And being a young woman and trying to figure that out through relationships is kind of dangerous. Because you don't know if you're going to get that unconditional love from that person or any flaws that come with it. You don't know how to attack it or handle it. Right. Because it's not mom's unconditional love. And you understand that, but you don't know how to deal with it. So it can have a lot of effect on how you move in a relationship. I'm relationship oriented. I like to be in a relationship, but I'm also picky. <laughs> picky as fuck. I'm picky as fuck. Because I want to be loved a certain way. And I'm not ashamed to say that, nor will I back away from it. Somebody will love my picky ass one day. It's someone <laughs> out there for everybody, y'all. Um, she, she's a relationship person. Like I said, everybody's not. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not. When I'm in it, I'm in it. But when I'm single... I enjoy being single <laughs> and it's not just me wanting to sleep with this person and that person it's just like that free that freedom that free peace of mind because it's very difficult for me to deal with anyone else's bullshit on top of the bullshit that I have to deal with on myself I am much okay so let me ask you a question <laughs> no you are much you're more than much much is an understatement and these people out here worse than me so yeah. I, I she okay y'all I'm okay. But let me ask you a question. Do you want to get married one day? I do want to get married. That's okay. not, that, it, but it took me a long time to get to that point. Mm -hmm. And the reason I ask is because I know you. And I know every every woman has their fairy tale of what they want to, you know, fairy tale life and all that good shit. And most women want to get married. You got somebody that just, they, they just don't want it. 
But for a person like you who don't want to deal with the relationship and having to deal with somebody else's extra bullshit, wanting to get married means, okay, you have to deal with somebody else's bullshit. So you being where you are now with a different mindset, I think is good and I applaud you for it. The fact that you have grown to say, okay, look, I might have to listen to somebody else's shit. <laughs> For a little bit. I might have to put up with yeah, this shit. But actually what got me to that point is watching Being Mary Jane and this um show called Hashtag Black Love. Hmm. That's a good show, y'all. <laughs> so <laughs> so with me, um and I have grown a lot I have grown a lot when it comes to <laughs> dating because like like out of all of my friends, I'm like the only one who will be content with being single all day, all day every day. It's just me, and I don't even be out here hopping on penises like that. Normally, when I'm out of a relationship, I only have one sexual partner that I'm with <laughs> when I'm not in a relationship. Um, but <laughs> no, Z, no, her phone blow up. No, I'm joking. <laughs> But, um, you know, that's just me, but I had to, what helped me get out that whole mindset of, you know, I like being single because I still do and I acknowledge that, but at the end of the day, I don't want to be like that 40 year old chick who got all of this money, no kids, no one to come home to, and what shaped my mind to get to that point is watching, um, this reality show called Hashtag Black Love and basically that show brought five or six women together and it wasn't no love and hip hop shit like Hmm. calling each other bees and stuff they were really helping each other get into being becoming open to try relationships you know opening up to what scared them about relationships so they can go be in relationships and being Mary Jane Girl. Being Mary Jane was my show. Being Mary Jane made me realize I can't be doing no fuck shit right here. I got to get set down and be wholesome. Okay. So I can be really man. Mary Jane was so lit. Like, it was a relatable. Very much so. It, and like I said, shows like that, I didn't cut you off, but shows like that make you fall in love with the character. So it feels like you put yourself in their shoes in all of their scenarios. So when they start fucking up, you be like, bitch, how long? Wait a minute, you gonna fuck him again? You know he's still with his wife. You gonna go up to his wife? How bold right. are you? So like, you put yourself in those and then shoes, you like. And then you put like the sperm back. And so I, I never put no sperm back. But in my head, I had my top five men that if I'm 35 and don't have a child, I was gonna pay them money to get their sperm. Oh my gosh. I, no lie. You I was, had this planned out. I had this planned out. Had to watch those shows to shape my mind because looking at it with the people that I have in my circle well not everybody but not even the people in my circle just people that I see on a daily basis it wasn't cutting it because I look at people like what the fuck really you don't have to go through that that's how I look at people but seeing it on TV 
Maybe be like, I can't go through this. I want to be loved. I don't want to pay nobody for this fur. Listen, <laughs> it becomes real because you're seeing it from a different outlet. And it's like, nah, cuz, that can't be me. That can't, ain't nobody finna write no story about my life and put it on TV and no show. It's not gonna be me. So. I just don't want to be that 40 year old single chick with the cats and a baby that someone ain't helping take care of. And Mary Jane had no cats. She didn't. Yeah. Mary Jane was about this. I mean, but be- even even on this last season, she found love with Justin. But I'm ready for that show to end because they just prolonging it for no reason. Uh. But anyways, um, to wrap this topic up, um, to my people out here. Who bounce from relationship to relationship stop doing that and found and find love in self for my people who hop from this cat to that stick to this cat to that stick stop doing that and identify why you're doing that if you have mommy daddy issues um you know grandparent issues issues with with self fix that find that self-love and that goes to People who hop in relationships and people who are out here thotting and bopping. Find your self-love. And once you find that, I guarantee you, every activity that you're doing that's not healthy will diminish. Okay, so um, to end the show tonight, I want to play this game from off of this meme that I got earlier. And it says, hold on, let me pull up the picture tell me a sentence you could both say during sex and at a family dinner table it's on me um <laughs> well you could say uh you're not finished eating <laughs> <laughs> um that's a big piece of meat Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> give me some more right there Amazing rest of the week. If you haven't get, if you haven't gotten laid, go get laid. You know, release some of that stress yes, from honey. today, from last week, from last month, from a year ago. Release it. Please do. Let <laughs> you roll off your shoulder, baby. And um, I will be back Saturday. I probably will be on a little earlier because I will be in New Orleans at Mardi Gras. So, um, but I will definitely be back on 
Saturday. Thank you, Jay, for being no my co-host tonight. Good night, guys.